Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're looking at the uh, Levites and his concubine. This is a different Levite from chapters 17 and 18. This Levite in this chapter uh, takes a concubine. The concubine uh, goes home to her father and stays there for four whole months. So the uh, Levite goes to retrieve, to uh, try to reconcile with his uh, concubine. And when she was gone to her father's house, it says that she um, was went a whoring, is what Matthew Henry calls it. But let's listen to verses 3 and 4. Of Judges chapter 19 read from the New King James Version then her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back having his servants and a couple of donkeys with him so she brought him into her father's house and when the father of the young woman saw him he was glad to meet him meet him Now his father-in-law, the young woman's father, detained him, and he stayed with him three days. So they ate and drank and lodged there. Again, Judges chapter 19, verses 3 and 4, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. That again is Judges chapter 19, verses 3 and 4, read from the New King James Version. And again, this is the Levite. He has um, taken a concubine, and the scripture says that, you know, this concubine has less status. She's the social status of the uh, concubine in the household is below that of a wife, but she's his legal mistress and of course there's a problem because he's of the priestly tribe and he has a concubine and there's another problem because she went back to her father's house where Matthew Henry says she went a whoring and he goes back to retrieve her but let's to reconcile with her not retrieve her like she's No, he's, (laughs) she wasn't a lost object. She was a person. So he went back to, he went to reconcile, but let's listen to the commentaries. Whether the Levite is motivated by guilt or by some uh, perceived wrong done to him, or for some other reason that is not made clear. In any case, he wants his concubine to return. So he went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back. And of course, you would think, well, what has he done to make her want to leave? And, you know, it's uh, anyway, the scripture didn't tell us, so I'm not even going to go there. The Levite 
was an example of how an offended spouse should act when there's adultery. Though the, the, um, she broke the vow, broke the bond between them, he worked to bring the relationship back together. The Levite went out of his way to court her, to court her, to ask her to return. It was a sign that, you know, there was no king, no judge in Israel. Otherwise, she would have been uh, prosecuted. She would have been put to death as an adulteress. But instead of that, she is addressed in the kind, kindest manner by her injured husband, who takes a long journey on purpose to beg her to be to come back. To, he wants to reconcile. If he had put her away, it would have been a crime uh, for, for him to return to her again, according to Jeremiah 3 and 1. I guess once the woman was put away, and that's all kind of Levitical laws that I don't know, and I'm not even going to try to explain. But she, uh, having gone away, it was shows virtue in him to forgive the offense, though he was probably... Um, he, well, he was wrong. He was the party who was hurt. So it shows that, you know, it shows virtue in him that he was ready to forgive, to make the first move for them to be friends again. He spoke to her friendly, which intimates that she was, uh, she was sorrowful and pen penitent about what she had done, which he probably heard when he came back to town to fetch her. Uh, God promises concerning adulterous Israel, I will bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably to her. And that's in Hosea chapter 2, verse 14. And that's a picture that um, one of the commentaries points to. Jesus told us, of course, that divorce is never commanded when there's adultery. But if the partner wants to stay, you should stay and work it out to the best of your ability. And uh, continuing, when the father of the young woman saw the Levite, he was glad to meet him. Either the Levite and the concubine's father enjoyed a good personal relationship, or the father just wants his daughter to be restored to a stable relationship, or both. And marital breakups in um, that time, even today, was a social disgrace. Today, you know, marital breakups is uh, uh, has a stigma attached to it. So you can just imagine in that day and time. Perhaps the father was glad to see, see the Levite and his daughter back together again. Or perhaps the father simply was glad to get the daughter out of his house again. At any rate, her father made the uh, Levite very welcome and showed extraordinary kindness and endeavored to make up for the uh, tolerance he gave to his daughter by allowing her to stay there and uh, was happy that the couple was about to be reconciled. And the commentaries also made mention that hospitality in the ancient Near Eastern culture was expected and it was common and in hospitality was a cause for shame. Let's pray.
Father, we thank you as we study your word. We thank you as we come to another section in your word, which gives us a reason to pause and just to say thank you for giving us examples in your word. We have an example of a a spouse who was wronged, who went out of his way to reconcile with the person that caused him injury. And Father, that's how you are. We do so many things that are against your will. And you're right there with arms wide open, ready to reconcile with us. Just like it says in Hosea, that you will bring us into a place that's hard. But you're going to speak comfort. You're going to give us peace. You're going to speak to us and bring us out of that situation to where we need to be. We thank you for that picture, Father. Father, as always, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. I have a friend who asked for special prayer. She finished her medicine for one problem, and it caused her to lose her sight. So, God, we're praying and agreeing with her that our sight will be restored in the name of Jesus. And we're praying for those who are uh, more in bereavement right now, those who mourn. As you said, blessed are those who mourn because you will give them peace. You will bless them. You will comfort their hearts. We thank you for that. And there are so many mourning all over the world, Father, especially with the wars going on in, um, in the Ukraine, especially with Christians being persecuted all over the place, especially with so many things going on. And God, you are a prayer hearing God. And we thank you for that. And we praise you, Father. We're blessing your name. And we're thanking you in advance for answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.